Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, gals, and members of the Coco community. Just wanted to let you know that this week, since I have flown back and been traveling and a lot of other stuff's been going on, I haven't really had the time to put together another episode for you, but I just wanted to let you know that I got to put something out for you guys because you are always listening. So to my favorite Coco community, love you guys. And here's another repeat of the silliest hour you'll ever listen to. Love you guys. Bye. for the intro. (laughs) I was taking a sip of water and almost choked. (laughs) So that's how we're going to start this episode because it's been the longest week ever and we're only on Wednesday. So (laughs) how's everybody's week doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope everything's going your way. And if not, manifest that and it will come to you or whatever the fuck they say. (laughs) So I wanted to say that this has been another scorcher of a week. We had the craziest fucking weather yesterday. It was the craziest storm ever. I don't think I've ever seen an actual tornado watch for Sullivan County is what it was, firstly. I'm in Orange County. So, um, like near Woodbury, I'm 20 minutes away from Woodbury Commons is where I live right now. And, uh, the power, the power is going out. And, you know, I'll talk about that further down in the episode, but, uh, I just want to see how everyone is doing. I'm checking in with you. Let me know if you're doing good. I know I'm not there with you, but just let me know that you're good. Just say, I'm good. (laughs) So we are on episode 36, and I am your hostess with the mostest, Cuckoo. And we're here. Yes, Cuckoo. Cuckoo with Coco. And, uh, you know, I'm losing my mind, apparently, too, because I don't remember my own fucking name. (laughs) So. I have come to the realization this past week that my podcast is the equivalent of trying to feed Ryan Gosling cereal. (laughs) And that is because every time I have, you know, I would be Ryan Gosling. You would be trying to tell me something and I'm like, interested, interested, interested. No, look away. (laughs) Interested, interested, interested. No, like, screw. Like slow, like a slow U-turn. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I I don't even remember why this matters. That's, that's how exhausted I am mentally. Don't even remember why that statement came to be. Of course, I'm going to have to ask Kanye Pepper what that's all about. But I had a conversation with her on the phone on Friday or Saturday, I think. Whatever. In any case, we were on the phone. So... We were on the phone, and I called her a sexy baby potato. 
<laughs> now she's my best friend of like 10 years, so I can say that to her and she won't be upset. So we were having a conversation about foods and stuff going on during the quarantine. And I was cracking up because <laughs> uh, she said she doesn't miss mashed potatoes. And as my friend, I had to gasp. I was like, what? The blasphemy. Like, I wasn't prepared to hear that she doesn't like potatoes. And if you know anything about Spanish food, we're very rich in starches and such. Like, we do a lot of rice. We do a lot of potatoes. Do a lot of beans. Like, we're very, like... Our food makes you gain weight, okay? So if you date one of us, y you know you know what you're getting into. You're going to gain some weight unless you hit the gym or have like a high metabolism, whatever. So I love potatoes as much as I love rice and beans. So that's where we are with that. And for some reason, my notes don't make sense, but it's going to have to try and be... It's going to have to try and work. And, you know, other things that don't make sense to me are still to this day, and I've complained about this multiple times, is how people don't know how to drive. And in any in any situation, not even being on the road, there's people who get stuck in the intersection trying to make the light, getting off an exit ramp, and, like, they're just blocking the highway. Like, there is an exit off of 17 near Chester, and I like to go there to do my nails. And I do them every Friday. Not every Friday. Every other. So every two weeks when I get paid, I go and I fancy myself up a little bit because as girls, we do that shit to make ourselves feel good. And now that we can do it because the pandemic closed everything down, now that we have it available to us, we're doing it big. So I go to this place in Chester to get my nails done. And this asshole was trying to get off the exit ramp and catch the light. Like, he tried to make it under the red. And if you've ever been in a situation like that, ow, you know that um, you get stuck sometimes. Especially if there's traffic going in the direction of the turn you're making. You get stuck. But you're also blocking traffic. And that makes you a dick. So that's one example of how people are still fucking assholes about driving. Second situation. The Dunkin' Donuts I go to has lines that direct people because obviously they need it because it's in a big parking lot. So they're trying to keep traffic going through the driveway, the drive through, excuse me, in one direction. And people seem to be coming from the other direction. So let's just say, hmm, let's just say you're in the lane for the drive through and you pull up between the lines. Like, let's say you're making like it's kind of almost like a U-turn around the Dunkin' Donuts. So the drive-thru starts, you're in line, and there are cars coming towards you, forming another line on their own, merging into the drive-thru. Now, how the fuck is that fair? That now I have to let you through because you don't realize that there's one entrance to this drive-thru and you're not on it? Like, that's not fucking fair. Because now... I have to be the dick that's not letting you in, or I have to be the dick that lets you in and fucks the people behind me. You know what I mean? Like, who's winning here? It's like the worst Catch-22, Rosemary's, Rosemary's baby, Sophie's Choice. <laughs> wow. See what I'm saying? We're only on Wednesday and I'm tired of shit. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so I had a girls' night Saturday. These, this has nothing to do with the driving thing. It has more to do with the Laura on the conver on the phone conversation thing. And 
had a girls' night Saturday. Is what it turned into anyway, what it felt like. And Jess and uh, Kanye came over. And uh, if you don't know who Kanye Pepper is and you haven't listened to previous episodes of this, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your time. So Kanye Pepper came over and we were talking about girls who don't know how to flirt on the internet. So this... <laughs> so Laura still doesn't know how. Laura's Kanye, if you haven't figured it out, because I just fucked up and told you her name. But anyway, so Kanye doesn't know how to flirt. And I should remember to put Kanye in my fucking notes for her name, and I didn't, and my bad. So Kanye told a story. She didn't tell a story, but she's just been known to not know how to flirt. Like, anytime she she... She uses dating apps sometimes, which is the modern man's method of dating these days because we're stuck in a pandemic now, so we really can't go anywhere. And Kanye is not prone to bar hopping like I used to be and socializing and stuff like I used to be. Now everybody can go eat shit because I don't want to socialize anymore. I'm done. Tired. So she, Jess was the one who was telling the story and me and Kanye were sitting on the couch listening. And Jess said that this is really short and sweet because I'm going to botch it because I didn't text her to ask her about this story in full detail because I fucking forgot. And here we are recording and I'm losing my shit. So, uh, so, uh, Jess told us a little story about a guy flirting with her on a dating app. So he mentioned they were in conversation and he mentioned having liked her eyes. Like he liked her glasses because we're still not sure if he thought it was a filter or if it was actually her glasses. But she said something along the lines of, thanks, just means my eyes are broken. Dude, she said her eyes are broken instead of, oh, thanks. Like, <laughs> I was sweating. I was laughing so hard. I was sweating. Legit. Something along the lines of, thanks, just means my eyes are broken instead of, oh, what a nice compliment. Like, Ho-ho! <laughs> Who talks like that? Who talks like that? That is the silliest. So that's what happened over the weekend. So that was some fun stuff that happened over the weekend. So now I want to get into like the real nitty gritty stuff, which isn't really nitty gritty, but I just always wanted to say that at some point as if I was special in some way. But in any case, so I have declared that my job is just a bunch of zombies walking around. Because it makes me feel better to know that brainless idiots. Okay. So I have declared Dawn of the Dunces. And that's going to be the name for the episode. Because I don't know what else to call it. And at the time, it fit perfectly. If I come to another decision at the end of this episode, because I have another title rolling around in my head, then I guess I'll do that instead. So here we are. The first sketch... We had a semi-successful scheduling of the first in-service HASCOM, but fire safety is next, and I'm already, I can't wait for it to be over already. Like, I can't wait for this to be done. I had two people call me regarding scheduling that was the worst conversations I've ever had with two human beings who work in this fucking facility. One person from the activities department called saying she missed her original schedule date because she had a family emergency. The time she wanted to reschedule for was today at 3.30, which essentially means yesterday because we're on Wednesday and I'm talking about stuff that happened to me Tuesday at work, August 4th. She apologized and 
I mean, I apologized and told her it wasn't available. So she says to me, well, what, well, what am I supposed to do for this instead? To which I wanted to respond, why don't you just jump up your own ass? <laughs> my actual response, my professional Harvard degree response, even though I don't have a degree from Harvard, I'm just fucking around, was, well, there will be makeups the third week of the month in the same location as the live end service. I hung up the phone and thought to myself, if you are not feeling well, don't come into work. Because clearly you're missing a brain and should be upstairs with the other dementia residents. That That is the main point of what just happened, is you're clearly not okay. You're clearly still upset about this family emergency that happened, and you're not thinking straight. Because I know you didn't call me and give me an attitude because you missed something because of something else. So you should honestly have called me back once you had a Snickers, bitch. That's that's how that is. That's how that goes. <laughs> like the second point would be read the staff development calendar. There is everything you need to know for the month on a piece of paper. And I've put it everywhere in the building. It's on every bulletin board. It's near time clocks. It's like these people really are walking around as zombies looking for some brains or some kind of knowledge. And, you know, you're an adult. Did you know that? Nobody's supposed to be holding your hand at this point if you've made it this far in life, which is quite the surprise for some people. Because I don't know how these people have made it this far, but I'm going to tell you something. I am not the one to fuck with at work at all because I made my year. I'm a tenure person now. <laughs> Unless I walk into that building naked and set it on fire, I'm not getting fired. Tell you that. So the second person to call me with an idiotic inquiry on Tuesday, August 4th at 3.30. Went something like this. Excuse me, had to take a sip of water, getting dry. <laughs> Assuming it was a nursing employee because they claimed they were on a unit at the time of the phone call. She called and asked me at 3.31 if there was any more room in the 3.30 p.m. in-service. So, of course, I asked, do you mean fire safety? Because that's the next in-service I'm registering for. Like, I'm done with Hascom. Like, that's fit, that's over and done with. She said no, and that she was going, she was looking to get into the 3.30 Hascom in-service this afternoon, Tuesday, August 4th. <laughs> and even though that date and, uh, you know, the day and the date are not in my notes, I have to say it because you don't know when I'm recording or when any of this is taking place, and you and I are friends now. So I have to tell you, because context is important. So I told her that I would not be the person to ask. Like, I, I pre-register people, and that's it. You can't call me at 3.31 to ask me if there's room in an in-service that has already started, okay? What fucking sense does that make? So I told her that I would not be the person to ask regarding seats for the class, as she would only contact me if she was registering for it, and it had, only, it had just started, so I was not sure if there are any seats left. Because some people don't show up, and some people do, and we swap them out in person. Like, that's basically how that goes. So if two people don't show up, and two people just decide they're going to walk in, they take those two spots, and that's it. There's only 16 seats allowed per session. Because we have to social distance. So the 16 seats in that room are six feet apart. And they're marked on the floor with tape. I've already been in the class. I already know how it goes. Over and done with. 
So her response to me was like the asshole she is because she called me like an asshole at 331 to get into a 330 class. It's 331 is what she said. So my response is, oh, like in my head, I'm like, oh, good. You can tell time. I thought we lived in a world where we could show up late to things and there would be no consequences. Like, come on now. I stated to her that my response was <laughs> that, yes, it's 331 and that the mandatory had begun. She then asked if she could have the number to the location where the mandatory was being given so that she could call and ask if there was still room available, to which I replied, no, no, you cannot have that phone number because now you're being fucking rude. <laughs> You are being, you're being fucking rude. If someone started a class and, you know, let's say I was giving the demonstration and the person in charge of scheduling the seats for people gave the number to this asshole to then call me while I'm giving the mandatory to interrupt my fucking in-service because she wants to know if she can come down. Because by the time she got to that in-service, it would have been five to ten minutes late and into it already for a half-hour session. I would be pissed at the person who was scheduling who would allow such a nuisance and intrusion while everyone else had the decency to show up on time. That's what I'd be mad about, and that's what I am mad about. So here, here's the other thing about this. I've been sending email announcements for the past two weeks about these mandatories. Like, hold yourselves accountable. Read your fucking email. Ask the nurse care manager on the unit if they have any fucking updates. Like, why aren't you responsible enough that when I tell you a date and time, you realize you have to write it down or put it in your fucking phone to remind yourself? We all have smartphones. You bitches on the units are always on your cell phones because that's all I hear about. There's just so many complaints about nursing staff being on their phones. I don't want to fucking hear that you don't have it. Like, these people are such liars in this place. <sighs> like, the second female caller I had, because that, that's the nursing staff member who wanted to show up late and think she was getting in, was on a unit and didn't feel like taking the time to come down and get into the class. Like, that's the amount of laziness that's happening. Like, you'd rather call me and argue with me on the phone for five minutes than walk down, chance it, and if not, turn around. Like, if you miss it, there is a makeup. Like, are these people traumatized? Like, what happened to you? Who hurt you, ma'am? Who hurt you? Like, this has to stem from a childhood trauma. Like, this can't be real. This can't actually exist in the world where people are still not holding themselves accountable to do what they have to do and get the job done. Like, this is crazy. Like, another example of this, a nurse care manager from one of the units on the resident, like a residential unit. Wow. I can't speak English. See, see what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> I can't speak English. So, like... So this one nurse care manager went on vacation and there was a sub working on the unit, kind of just floating. And she um, went through the paperwork in the desk to try and clean up, catch up, whatever, and noticed that there was a backlog of paperwork that should have been handled by the nurse care manager. And there was a lot of stuff not filled out by other nursing employees on the unit. And she took it upon herself to bring it to the attention of the of Beth and Cheryl, the assistant directors of nursing. So they have 
so many other fucking things going on that they really shouldn't be worrying about this. Like, you know, this shouldn't be something they have to chase this person and ask them questions about. This should have been taken care of already. And the fact that she felt okay enough to go on vacation makes me a little anxious. So, you know, if, if the problem with this is the problem with there being a backlog of this type of stuff is that, you know, if the Department of Health should happen to step foot into the facility, it would be our ass on the line because she isn't in compliance nor showing that she's a competent employee. Like, that's a problem. Like, you really just... And what's even worse is that she felt okay enough to go on vacation anyway. Sorry if you hear that noise in the background. That's the ceiling fan, and it's driving me nuts right now. But you might not be hearing it. But if you do, I'm sorry. Um, Like, she went... Okay, so not only that, but then she came down to the office. I don't know if they called her or if there was a rumor mill going on that she was in trouble for something or whatever. But then she comes down to the office and she gets all fucking defensive. Like they were scolding her or something or like she's a child. When all Beth wanted to know was, what do you need to get this done? Like what kind of help do you need to get this done? And she couldn't even answer that simple ass question. Like it was just so much war, so much yelling, so much back and forth, so much defense from something that was so unnecessary. Like you don't need to defend yourself. We're not scolding you. We're not, you know, belittling you. We're not saying that you're terrible at your job. We're asking you as an adult, what do you need assistance with so that we can help you so that we can get this paperwork resolved? I think that's a very adult way to look at things because it could have been so much worse. And that's why I laugh because it wasn't as bad as she made it seem. And she was yelling and whatever. And uh, she was yelling and screaming in the office. And I could hear her through the door, not actual words. I don't know. Well, no, they didn't close the door because she's like a showman kind of. She just likes to let things happen out loud. She's just, she's very out loud like that. Like one time she came into work and was wearing like a white, you know, it's one of those white silk shirts, but it's kind of like see-through. And instead of wearing like either a white bra or a tank top with a white bra or something, she fucking wore a black bra. So everybody could see her bra through the, through the shirt. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? Like, she walks by, she acts like she's a goddamn Barbie doll and stuff. Also, she's very nosy. And for someone who's nosy around the facility, like, noticing stuff that's not her job, like, first of all, (laughs) first of all, please go back to your desk and do your paperwork that you never hand in on time. Secondly, cars in the parking lot are none of your business. That's all I have to tell you about that. Like, that's just nonsense. All right, this fan is driving me nuts with the noise. I apologize again if you're hearing it. If you're not hearing it, it's just me, but it sounds really loud. So, so she's, she's, just, she's just a pain in the ass. Like, she just gets involved in so much stuff. Like, she was reporting people that were parking in either handicapped or visitor parking that were actually employees and such. Like, girl, go do your job. <laughs> go do your job. And, you know. So as I mentioned before, like, I, I just don't have any words for people who act like this at all. Like, I, I tell these stories and I'm like hearing them out loud again. And it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you run an entire floor. Do you not give a shit about anything at all besides your vacation? Because I'm sure you were prompt for that, bitch. Anyway, 
Got to talk about this hurricane or tornado, whatever the fuck it was, but it blew through Hudson Valley and fucked all our shit up. <laughs> so there's a power outage at my job. Okay. So this is what's happening. I walked into work today and the security guy who does all the temperatures and shit was telling me that I'm going to have an interesting day at work because there's no power. So I was like, huh? So I walk in. And I go and sit down and sure enough, there's no power. So no air conditioning, no computers are working, no phones are working, nothing. So I'm basically sitting there like twiddling my thumbs. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do some crossword puzzles and listen to music all day because I still got a cell phone and I have a way, way to entertain myself. Tomorrow I might bring a book if it's still out, <laughs> which it probably might be. So I'm sitting at my desk listening to podcasts and doing crossword puzzles. And one of the clues they gave was brunch food, like a brunch food, something you would order at brunch. And it was six letters. And once I finally got all the other clues around it, it the answer was omelet. O-M-E-L-E-T. So I look at it and I was like, wait a second. Have I been spelling this whole... Have I been spelling this word wrong my whole life? Like some places... so. Growing up in New York City, you go to a lot of, not brunch type places, but you go to a lot of diners, restaurants, etc. And some places offer brunch, some places don't. So, you know, you, you've seen things spelled different ways to try and make them seem fancy. And omelet appears to be one of those words. So I've been spelling omelet wrong my whole life. And that is my flaw. So nice to meet you. I don't know how to spell omelet. But I learned today. So omelet is spelled O M. E-L-E-T. That's the correct spelling. And if anyone tells you any different, they're stupid as shit. So I don't know why I thought it was O-M-E-L-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. <laughs> I feel like I'm an idiot now. But I don't know why I was spelling it that way. And, you know, in my notes right now, there's like that etchy red line under it because it knows there's only one T in the word omelet. And it's like, you know, these places are charging you, charging you extra for two extra letters is what I've noticed. And all right, give me some razzle dazzle, but you're charging me extra for eggs, some veggies and or meat, which is what an omelet is composed of. And you don't need to do that. Okay. I'm already invested in the omelet. I don't need two extra letters for two extra things. And now that I think about it, that's pretty interesting omelets is basically eggs so if you take omelet without the two extra letters that covers the egg part and now veggies and or meat are the extra t and e in the word boom solved it solved why they're doing it i had an epiphany guys <laughs> the te is the extra to the egg and i'm sick of myself <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so there's a power outage at my work, at my work, at my job, which, you know, always makes it seem like there's an opportunity to fix things when they probably should have been fixed before the disaster occurred. But I've driven, I've been like rerouted to two different things today. One was work because they're, they're, these detours, oh my God, these detours are so wide for no reason. Unless there's an active power line in the middle of the fucking street, just put cones and let us drive around it. All right. 
I was rerouted twice, and Waze and Maps doesn't catch up quickly. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to be late everywhere today. And not only was I late, well, I was on time for work. I was fine with work. But I was late to my eye doctor appointment because they closed off part of 94. And I did not see a real reason why. Like, that's how far that blockade went. Like, block it off where the tree is, man. So I have other options to reroute instead of like a mile you're taking off. It could have been more than a mile, to be honest with you. Because I had to reroute and it took me like an extra five minutes to get to my eye doctor appointment. So annoyed. But in any case, so this power outage at work, the CNAs at my job want to know what the protocol to call out for is. Because there's no phones. Like there's no phone, no way you can call in whatever. So I'm like, hmm. Well, I guess these people are just going to have to come to work and stop being shitbags and make their money. Like these, okay, so here's where I'm at with this. Like I understand everybody has their own stories. Everybody has their own shit going on. And I'm not saying that their shit is any less important, but you're dealing with the elderly population. They're in quarantine and they can't have visitors because of this pandemic shit. Uh, as far as I know, there's no more COVID cases in, in the facility. As far as I know, I could be lying. I'm not up to date on everything. I don't get told everything. I just eavesdrop. So we could still have it. We might not still have it. So these people have to stay on their units and can't move around. Now they have no air conditioning, no TV, and backup lights are on. So bored to death, basically, is what I've learned is that they're probably bored to death. (laughs) So the only entertainment they'll get is from these CNAs. Like, don't you realize you should have a bigger heart than that to realize that although you have a personal life and you have problems, these old people haven't seen their loved ones in probably five months now. Because in March, I think, is when we close the door to visitors. Like, you don't see what a big deal it is, you coming in from the outside world to talk to them and be near them and stuff. And just try and brighten up their day a little bit. Like nobody has empathy that works at that place. Like nobody cares about anything. They're just collecting their paycheck and leaving, which is fine. But then why do you work with the elderly? Like do that with terminally ill patients. They know they're dying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know it sounds really bad to say, but these people that are terminally ill might be in comas or not conscious and not have to deal with your shitty ass personality, which most of them are shitty people. I've spoken with some of them. They have like the shittiest ass attitudes ever. <laughs> In any case, Doomsday Preppers is, is it's, a sh- it's a show I've never invested in. But these people prepare for their whole lives for apocalypse shit and this type of shit to happen. Because a good portion of Orange County isn't going to get their power back till like next week. Or weeks. Because this tornado and these winds and this rain ripped up and flooded everything to shit. And that's just how it goes. So, I mean, like, at my job right now, they're realizing that they're out of certain things. And you never realize more that you sh- then you should always be prepared for something to happen. They're hoping we don't have to evacuate. But when I left today, we still did not have power. So, uh, that's like... Well, five o'clock would have made 12 hours with no power. And that's sad. The kitchen still works. Like stuff in the kitchen, like they're still able to make meals and stuff. But like, it's bad. It's it's really bad. 
uh, hoping it gets better, hoping they don't have to like, um, hoping they don't have to evacuate because where would we evacuate to? Cause there's other nursing homes in the vicinity that also are without power. So why add more people to a building? Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, speaking of shows that I, I was watching this show called abandoned spaces and, um, it's on the vice channel. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, that is the channel. And commercials kept popping up for the show. It was called um, How I Robbed a Bank. Okay. I need to know why this is a show and who insisted on its existence. Who came up with this idea that, hey, we're going to interview some bank robbers or people who have successfully robbed banks? Uh, Why? Do you want to add more people to that cast? Because it sounds like you do. It sounds like you want more people to be added to the list of people that are on this show and in jail. And right now, we're at a loss because I don't know if the courts are open yet to be processing any of this shit. So they might actually get away with it. (laughs) They might actually get away with robbing a bank at this moment. Which is not to say to do it. I'm just saying that, you know, with things being as they are and there's no judges around to try anybody for anything, like... You know, make your money. (laughs) Like, it takes for, like, how do you take a firsthand account like that? How is that something that even intrigues anybody? Like, I was going to watch the episode on Tuesday and I plain fucking forgot. And you know why? Because I don't care. Don't care. I would like to stay my ass outside of jail. That's all I have to say about it. (laughs) I just don't fucking understand, man. I don't get it. But if this is how we choose to entertain ourselves during a pandemic, what, who am I to say anything? All right. Now, back to what I said earlier about my eye doctor appointment. Yes, this was topsy-turvy all the way around, but we're finally, you know, reaching the plateau of this fuckery. <laughs> so, I had an eye doctor appointment today. And... Okay, there's too many notifications coming through on my watch. Um, had an eye doctor appointment after work today. I told you I got rerouted because, you know, fallen tree, I guess, or something I can't see. <sighs> or maybe it's Wonder Woman's um, invisible plane. <laughs> Sorry, I yawned, but I'm, I'm so, like I said, I am so exhausted. And, you know... <sighs> very moody this week. Like I'm just exhausted and moody and just want to sleep. Like yesterday I went to sleep at like quarter to 10 and didn't get up till 630 this morning. And for those of you who don't know what a quarter to 10 is, it's 945. And maybe you should Google this shit. So I don't have to explain it. (laughs) But I woke up in a panic this morning, like, oh my God, did I oversleep? No. See, that's how you know you had too much sleep. You wake up in a panic. So in any case, I had an eye eye doctor appointment today and I decided to step out of my desk for a second because no phones were ringing, no AC, whatever, to sit with Rose, uh, Rose, Sherry, and DC. We ate lunch. And uh, of course, I'm just, you know, the nicest. So (laughs) in any case, I went to lunch and we're talking about... um, my eye appointment and stuff we had going on outside of being at work. And Rose said she had her doctor's appointment, her eye doctor appointment yesterday, meaning Tuesday, August 4th. (laughs) What she actually wound up saying was that she had the worst day ever. And here's why. 
So the first thing she told me before I get into this eye doctor appointment was that she went to a deli yesterday to get takeout and she has a fish allergy. She is allergic to salmon. So the guy, she went in there to get her food and the guy apparently had touched salmon and then was about to touch her food with the same gloves the salmon was touched with, to which she said, hold on, because you need to change your gloves because I have an allergy. To which the guy said, I think there was an EMT in the building because she mentioned that. To which the guy said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But the guy, she's like, I would have had to have used um, an EpiPen. And there was an EMT next to her, I guess, or in the vicinity because he goes, oh, I don't even have an EpiPen on me to give you. Hey, dude, you're an EMT. Why don't you have an EpiPen? Or Narcan, for that matter. Because some of these EMTs don't even have that. Ugh, God. Anyway, so she said that she would no longer be able to trust that place to do takeout for her. She would have to actually stand in this place and watch and make sure that he wasn't, you know, contaminating other foods. Because the guy said that he had he had forgotten to change his gloves, even though he changes them all the time. Like, I hate when people do that because there's always a 50-50 chance they're lying. So, um, yeah, I would never go back to that place again. Especially after that. I think she said it was like lox and cream cheese. Yeah. Which is salmon. Um, yeah, I would I, like I said, I told her, I was like, I would never go back to that place again. So that's part one of her terrible, terrible day. The second part of her day was that she had her eye doctor appointment yesterday, which is Tuesday, August 4th. Now I'm just going to be a jackass about it. And she said that, oh God, this thing made me itch while I was listening to it. But she said that she gets, she has some testing done on her right eye, which requires it to be probed. Okay. Okay. It's her right eye. Okay. So bear with me. She said her right eye gets probed, but they have to numb her eyeball first. (laughs) Not doing that. Okay. You don't need to numb anything having to do with my eyeballs. Much appreciated. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Do not numb my eyeballs. If you need to numb my eyeball to stick a probe in there, I need to be under sedation. You're not going to... I don't want to see a damn needle or probe or anything coming towards my eye. That's just gross. Then she said, the doctor attempted to numb numb her eye several times and it just wouldn't take. Man, I can't speak today. So the doctor finally looked at the bottle of solution he was putting in her eye and noticed that it was the dilator and not the numbing solution. Oh... God, why? Why is this a thing? Why did this happen? (laughs) Several things go through my mind while she was telling this story. The first thought is, how much longer was he going to keep putting the dilator in her eye before he realized his mistake? The second thought was, I still don't want to be conscious for this. And third, are the bottles labeled the same? So now let's get back to the story. She said he finally looked at the bottles and noticed that one had a red label and the other one had the blue label. Dude. (laughs) They're different labels. How do you fuck this up? You're the eye doctor, dude. Now, after having said all this, the doctor goes and puts the numbing solution in the eye that he's basically been dumping dilator in. Now... 
that can't be good. You can't just keep putting dilator in someone's eye and then put numbing solution over it. Like, what could that do for your eye health? <laughs> like, I would then have to turn around and sue that doctor at some point if I lost vision in my eye, which I would assume could only happen to me because I have that kind of luck. <laughs> oh, my God. So the only thing that happened, the only thing she said happened to her from having, the guy said it was fine. The doctor said it was fine. Now she said the only thing she actually physically realizes is happening is because, is that her right eye is, you know, tearing up a lot more and circumstances being what they are in the facility right now with the no AC and everything. The last thing I want is my eye tearing all over the place. She said her eye is very sensitive to light and is tearing up a lot more than she would like, which is, you know. Sounds about right for having a whole bottle of dilator probably dumped in her eye. <laughs> but just to update you, my eyes are fine. And I just bought a slamming pair of glasses. They are red framed to continue with my, you know, sexy secretary look at work, I guess. Which I don't have that going on, but I'm guessing is what is going on. <laughs> I can't wait for those glasses. I have to wait two weeks, unfortunately. But shit, I can't wait. You know, you have to be at that age where you're like, shit, I really, you know, that's like finding a really good pen. <laughs> I've posted that before. Like you find a really good pen you write with and it's super fucking smooth and it was just great. Now, finding a sexy pair of glasses that are red framed makes me feel like I'm Ali Wong because her glasses are awesome. And she said behind the scenes that her glasses were actually sunglasses with those lenses punched out and her lenses put in. And I think that's cool. And I want to do that someday, but I haven't found a pair of sunglasses with frames that I like. So anyway, that's enough of that. So to round out my episode with a work story, it's going to be brief, but it shows the basic slash simpleness of people I work with. So the power went out last night as of 5 p.m. due to severe rain and winds that we had last night. Like, I think the gusts were at least 11 miles per hour, my phone said. But Siri's a fucking liar, so she doesn't even pronounce my friend's names right. So <laughs> she pronounces my friend Alicia, L-I-C-I-A. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, I get why you would think that, but that's incorrect, Siri. And I'm going to correct her later on that. So I came into work this morning and there was still no power, which means there's no air conditioning and no phones. We just got VoIP, like the VOIP shit, which is really ironic because up until like two weeks ago, we had the regular phones. And I took a picture and was like, I got two phones and only one person answered the shit right. <laughs> so VOIP for people who don't know any better means voice over internet protocol, which allows voice calls to be made using a broadband internet connection instead of a phone analog phone line. So instead of using, instead of using a basic phone line, you use, you know, broadband internet to make your calls. They sound super clear. Sounds like the person that you hate on the other line sitting right next to you, looking at you, wondering why you hate them, whatever. The phones even come with the fucking camera. Like, people can see you at their desk. Like I've seen multiple people I've called to do these stupid in-service schedulings. And I'm like, ugh, my shutter stays closed because I don't want anyone looking at me while I give them the finger. <laughs> and it gives them, um, it, it shows the caller ID so you know who's calling you and calling you to be fucking annoying. <laughs> 
So the director of plant ops, while all of this is going on, mid-morning, like 10 o'clock, he decides to make an announcement over the PA for the entire facility, which basically, oh my God, he was basically just giving an announcement about what's going on. And, you know, he knows there's no AC and they're working on trying to get the power back and they already called Orange and Rockland, so they're notified of the situation. Like, hey, dude, didn't you notify them last night when the shit went out? Like, we're at 10 o'clock. These people have been without... We're going on what? Not 12 hours. What is it? 5 to 7. I mean, 5 to 12. 7 hours. Yeah, it's been a long... It's, wow, it's definitely... It was 24 hours at 5 o'clock today. Wow, I'm a fucking idiot. I can't tell time. Um... So they were without power for like five to five to 12, 20 something hours. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, man. It was 12, 17 hours, 17 hours without something like that. Is that it? 5 p.m. to midnight is seven hours. And then midnight to 10 a.m. is another 10 hours. Yeah, 17 hours. Wow. Did it. Got there. <laughs> 17 hours. Can't do math, people. Can't do math. What I can do, make you laugh. So 17 hours without power. You think they maybe should have called the previous evening when all this shit went down and we had nothing left. But they didn't, I'm sure. Or he did. Who the fuck knows? But what I do know is that he should not have made this announcement because it's really fucking obvious that this was what we could do. So what he says is, after he told us that O&R had been notified of the status of the facility with power and such. He goes on to say that we can open our windows if we get too hot or come down to the office to speak with him if there are any concerns. So thank you. I I was talking back to the PA like an idiot, but I was mad. I was mad and hot. Like, thank you for saying that we, the able-bodied staff, can open windows if we get too hot. Also, what the fuck would we come down to your office for? To let you know that it's too hot in the building? Like this guy. (laughs) Like, what's wrong with people? I don't understand that. You're going to tell me that, you know, you're going to tell me that I can, I can open a window. That's like telling me, oh, you can read if you want to. Or, oh, you can have dinner if you want to. Oh, or if you get hungry, you can eat like, oh, if you're bored, you can go here. Or, oh, you can drive the car here if you want to. Like, it's real obvious shit. Like, when you go to the nail salon, they give you a book, and they're like, oh, you can pick a color if you want to. They don't say that, but that's almost the same premise, is that you felt the need to tell me something that I know I can do. I was like, oh, my God. And then also, check this out, another fucking idiot of the week, man. So, one of the doctors who is contracted she comes through every once or twice a week or something if there's a doctor day and it's her day they usually have them scheduled on their physician calendars as to who's coming in on what day so that they can see the patients they're supposed to see so check this out power is out no internet no phone no ac no nothing this doctor comes over to me and she goes hi are you the person that inputs the uh what does this say um, sorry, I looked at my phone quickly. Uh, what'd she say? Are you the person that inputs the COVID information for the swabs? I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, my husband's name is incorrect in there. It's not David, it's Ben. And I'm like, 
okay, I don't have power to do anything. Like I can't change anything or update anything. So the next time you're in, you can come remind me. And she goes, oh, okay, thank you. Bitch, did you not realize I don't have anything? This whole building has nothing. And you think that I have the ability to change anything right now? That's like a CNA came up to me immediately after that and was like, hey, are you the one that's putting the Obra packets together for the CNAs? And I'm like, yes. And she goes, well, I think I'm missing two. And I said, well, actually, no, this is what happened. She goes, are you the person that does the Obra packets? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, I don't know. She goes, I know I'm missing two. And I said, I told her before. Before she said, I'm missing two of them. I told her that, well, I don't have, I don't have any way to look that information up as to how much you're missing. And she goes, well, I know I'm missing two. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know which ones you don't have. Like, I don't know which two you're missing. And I don't have the computer to help me figure out which ones you're missing. Like, is there a disconnect here? Am I speaking in a different language? Am I speaking a dead language? Am I speaking Latin? I thought I was speaking English because, you know, English is still alive and popping. Okay. English is the language. And that's what makes me mad is that there's two people who, regardless of the crisis that's going on, still don't have a fucking brain in their body. Okay. All right. <laughs> like the only positive I could say for today is that I didn't need to schedule any mandatories or anything. I didn't have to speak to anybody on the phone. And that's my positive for the day. Is that I didn't have to be bothered with shit. Okay? Okay. Also quickly, before I wrap this up, I saw two movies this weekend. I watched The Wretched, which is on Hulu. And I have... uh, And I watched Knives Out, which is available on Amazon Prime. Now, The Wretched, if anyone has seen... I forgot the name of the other movie, but I don't remember if I spoke about it in my episode before. And it was a movie where the little boy goes into the forest and comes back like possessed by something else. I think it was called The Forest or something. I'm not sure. But I watched it on Amazon Prime. And this is the exact opposite of what happens. This demon thing possesses these women who then go around murdering children. And it just bounces from woman to woman. So she goes around killing the kids and then makes the husband forget they have children. So that, you know, I guess once she's done doing fucking up that family, she'll go and hop to the next family. But it's something that's been happening on that island for a very long time. And this enter the kid, the main character who is going to solve this whole shit. And he gets dumped into the mix of everything due to his parents being separated. So all this terror shit is happening in the quiet little beach town that his dad lives in. And of course, like I said, this shit possesses everyone, including the dad's girlfriend. So, and then, fucking plot twist, spoiler alert, you don't even know that he has a brother the whole time. Because she makes people forget about the kids. Like the kid kids, like the little kids, not like teenagers. But I'm like, holy shit, dude. At the end of the movie, that's what they show you? Is that he had a brother this whole time? I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? (laughs) I was like... I even said out loud, wow, he had a brother this whole time and we didn't know. Like I said it just like that. Like, wow, dude. Made made no 
kind of thing. No reference to him at all. Like in the beginning of the movie, you see Homeboy chilling by himself with his cast and the drawings and shit all over it. And I'm like, I'm like, did I lose my mind in this movie? I'm a female. Did it possess me and I forgot? But like, anyway, so if you want to see it, the movie is called The Wretched and it's on Hulu and my mother watched it and she enjoyed it. And she doesn't watch scary movies at night because this lady is an older woman who is still scared. (laughs) Then I also watched Knives Out with Daniel Craig in it. And Christopher Plummer stars as a patriarch who writes murder mystery novels. And, you know, he dies. And it's a big story of, like, who done it. And everybody had a motive to do it. And Chris Evans is in it. And uh, the ending, I'm not going to tell you because that shit was, you have to watch it. So if you have Amazon Prime, check it out. It's called Knives Out. I waited a very long time to see it for free because I'm not, I'm, I'm not down with renting these movies anymore. I'm not down for it. I'm either buying it or it's just going to have to wait till it's free for me to watch it. <laughs> but The Wretched was good. If you're a horror fan, check it out. Uh, my mom's not a fan of horror, but like I said, she will watch it if it's daytime hours. <laughs> like 9 to 5. <laughs> when the sun goes down, it's uh, it's a hard pass. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, that's all I have. I know it's a short episode. I feel like today I usually clear an hour and I can't, can't do it, Captain. Um, yeah, so those are the two movies I watched. Again, was a lazy piece of shit on Sunday. <laughs> and uh, I did absolutely nothing, which was nice. Uh, I don't remember what I ate for dinner. How sad is that? Oh, sushi. No, no, no. Hibachi. I lied. I do remember. Uh, see, I'm tired. Tired and it's only Wednesday and it's only going to get worse. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the power's still on, but no guarantees, I guess. And, um, oh, I started listening to two podcasts, Southern Fried True Crime, which is kind of okay. I don't know if I'm going to continue that, but I'm listening to something called Morbid, which is pretty good so far. Catching up on all my podcasts because, uh, there's, there's legit nothing to do at work right now. Um, I'm listening, I'm watching the Crystalia YouTube videos of his first couple episodes because they're not available on iTunes. Oh my God, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Jesus Christ. Uh, Apple Podcasts only has, actually his episodes are disappearing, which is really sad because he still hasn't come back yet. Oh, I got more shit. I just remembered. So now they're trying to cancel Brian Callen, which I talked about last episode, but now fucking Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively came out with some shit that nobody cares about. Like, Blake Lively and Ryan Ryan Reynolds got married on this place that was apparently a slave plantation, like, hundreds of years ago. And they apologized for that. Do you know how fucking dumb that is? Like, enough of this shit already, okay? You're making him apologize for nothing. Who even brought that up to make him apologize? Dude, if you knew it was a slave plantation and decided to get married there anyway... Then you're a piece of shit. If you got married there innocently and it was private as fuck, nobody cares. Who pointed this out to him? What person of cancel culture fucking went up to Deadpool and said, hey, did you know that where you got married it was a slave plantation? Dude, what? Now him and Blake Lively are apologizing on some, there's no way we can apologize for what we did. Clearly... You're trying. 
like, I don't remember exactly what he said, and I'm not going to go through and look for it, but he apologized for something like that. And he goes, at the time, we were just looking for, we just thought we had found a beautiful venue for our wedding, and we didn't know the actual history or the truth behind it. Dude, who gives a fuck, man? You got married, and it's nobody's business. Like, again, had you known the racial history behind the place that you booked for your wedding and still chosen to do there anyway, then you can go fuck yourself, man. But you didn't know, and you just thought it was a beautiful place. And not for nothing, though. Most beautiful places have a dark background. Let's be serious, okay? Like the house, the Amityville house is beautiful. People died there, okay? And weird supernatural shit happens now, too. Any place that's ever been haunted is beautiful. The Haunting of Hill House is an example of that. That fucking house was beautiful, but yet it convinced a bitch to murder her family. Like, you know what I mean? It convinced a woman to try and keep her kids young forever and protect them by putting them in the fucking red room or whatever it was called. It was a different room for everybody. It shifted, whatever. But like, dude, every beautiful place has bad history behind it. Most beautiful places do. Are they broadcasting that it was a slave plantation? No, dude. How'd you even find out? Some crazy person who wanted to cancel Deadpool probably sent him the link like, hey, your place was a slave plantation 200 years ago. What are you going to do about it? What's he going to do about it? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. That place will continue to be an, an old slave plantation and people will continue to go there. Like, ugh. And that girl with the stupid Trader Joe's, I'm so glad Trader Joe's ain't changing their shit. Somebody needs to tell her to do schoolwork and stop worrying about it. She's in high school. And the funny part is, is most of my people agree with me. Like this girl needs to finish school because the girl, the person complaining about the shit is not of any of the ethnicities that are on the tags that she's complaining about. That's what blows my mind. You're getting involved and invested in something that really has nothing to do with you. Have you been in a Trader Joe's? Have you bought their shit? Apparently, none of the customers are complaining about the labels. Because you know what? Trader Joe's is fucking delicious, bro. Everything they have in there is organic or pure or clean. Super organic, let's just say. But like, this high schooler, do you even know how to cook, dude? (laughs) Like, do you know how to cook or bake, dude? Do you even know how to boil water? I don't think she does. I think she's mad that she can't cook. And that's why she's coming after labels of food that she probably doesn't even know how to pronounce. (laughs) Trader Giotto's is fucking hysterical as a label for pasta sauce, man. This girl's crying about the wrong stuff. That's what really bothers me. People complaining about the wrong shit. It's not okay. It's not okay. But in any case, I think I filled your mind with enough garbage for the day. (laughs) I would like to thank you all for being here for another week. And, uh, oh, I've added medical billing and coding classes to my roster because apparently I don't have enough to do with keeping up with my podcast and keeping up with life. So I decided to enroll in an online certification because a spot has opened up at my job and they haven't filled it yet. And who knows with this pandemic if they're going to fill it. But if they don't, I'll be more than happy to take on that work for additional payment. 
<laughs> not doing it for free, man. They're getting enough out of me for free. How about that? But I'm also getting around to sit, like getting to sit around and do crosswords and shit. So maybe I should just chill. <laughs> but like I said, I want to say thank you for being here with me and enjoying my time. And I enjoy my time with you. And if you have any suggestions also, like I said before, at the beginning of the episode, please tell your people to listen to this. Tell your people to call my people, as they say. But no, seriously, guys, um, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this, uh, continuing with these hours, because they seem to be working. People seem to be coming back and liking the hours. Half hours were good, but I feel like now I'm getting... I go from a week-to-week basis, so I like to cram everything I've done from you know, Thursday to Wednesday into it. And there wasn't much, but... Some things always lead me into other stories. So that's the good part about it. But I wanted to, again, like I said, thank you for being here and hope that you continue to listen. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Tell your friends to listen. Tell their friends to listen. Tell your friends' friends to listen. <laughs> and let's grow this Coco community and let's have a good time. And hit me up on Facebook or hit me up on Instagram. Maybe not so much on Snapchat because everybody's a creep on Snapchat. And uh, we'll continue with this another week, another time. And, you know, from me to you, love you and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, guys. Bye.